Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed on the view podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. This is your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. And it's a pleasure to welcome my next guest. Uh, you probably have seen her along with me in uh, Jubilee videos on YouTube. Go check those out. Uh, she's a really uh, real good friend, someone uh, I look up to, someone I, I talk to a lot and I get a lot of inspiration from. And it's an honor to have her on the podcast. So please let me welcome Anne-Marie. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Absolutely. Where's my $15? This is not free anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, you know, I feel like I'm coming out of the closet here <laughs> because I, you know, I've had some things going on in my life and a lot of people wouldn't understand it. They think I'm a little, you know, crazy or a whack job or whatever. Um, it's nothing could be further from the truth. And uh, and so I'm I'm actually stepping out here because haters are going to hate. Um, and then people who are really need to hear this message will embrace it so so that's a good thing I'm, I'm glad you're brave enough to share it absolutely it, this what we what i do on this platform is not to make anybody you know the bad guy or people that hate on you it's a platform to to have people be open-minded to speak their truth speak whatever they have going on or what they want to talk about you know i'm a no judgment guy as you know we've worked together before um so you know what this is a platform that everybody can listen uh, you know, they can uh, voice their opinion and we can have a good time and conversate. That's what it's all about on the most charismatic podcast of all time. But I digress. Yes, so, <laughs> you know, we we was talking about a lot of things off camera. And I, uh, like I said, I'll let you lead uh, this discussion. Uh, I'm going to do a little change for this episode um, because we were talking about a lot of good things. And I think a lot of people will benefit from hearing from this. So. I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to let you take the forefront. Okay. Um, you know, people with, with spiritual gifts, most of the time, I don't think they just like seek it out. Sometimes they do, but usually it's through, you know, through life experience that makes them stop and go, what the heck was that? You know what yeah. I mean? I need to, I need to, wait, did I just see that? Or did I just hear that? Or how did I know that? You know, it, it, it just comes, I think we all have it in us. Um, some people have it stronger than others. And some people have the gift, like, knocked into them. And that was the case with me. So I'll start with a story. Um, I think I ha I've always had the gift, different gifts, since I was young, but it was I didn't use it very much, or I wasn't recognizing it. When I was 17, I graduated from high school. I went to Sweden. Um, that's my, I have Norwegian, Swedish, and my dad said, well, you know, once you learn the language, you'll... so I went through um, Long Beach University and spent the summer in Sweden learning the language. And I met some girls and four of us went, we were, we were in this kind of like a isolated campus miles of nowhere you know you can imagine the big nordic woods kind of thing oh yeah <laughs> yeah right? so, so the girl's like hey there's this big you know there's this big lake and it's about a mile walk and we can go and skinny dip blah 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 I'm like what about the other people oh nobody's around so we hiked there and there was this most beautiful high mountain lake surround on the back side was surrounded by these like snow-capped mountains 
And then, um, and then behind us was the path, you know, through the woods leading back to the school. I don't know if I've ever skinnied up since then. <laughs> we, I've we, never tried it, so I wouldn't. Well, know. <laughs> you know, I, I we stripped down. It was a beautiful day. We all started laughing. We went out into the water. We're swimming out, right? Uh-huh. All of a sudden, there's a rumbling. And I'm like, what was that? There was nothing else. And then on the far end of the lake, lightning, whoo, it would str- this massive Jeez. lightning bolt hit the lake. And I'll never forget this. It's like literally seared, literally burned into my brain. <laughs> wow. I mean, and I see this light of, um, it's, it's just like this light of pure fire energy hit the lake. And then in all directions, this, it crackled, it crackled across the surface of the water coming right at all of us. And we were kind of spread out, came right at me. And it went all the way through my entire body, from my head to my toes. It, I felt like I was literally burned um, and I couldn't see. Wow. And, um, it, it, it hurt, it hurt, it hurt so bad. Uh, there was, uh, I, the, the one lasting effect that I think might be from that is I do have AFib that will come and go. Um, so I think it affected my heart a little bit. Wow. Um, at the time I was like, thank God we're alive. Right. And then it was over as quickly, you know, I don't even know how long it felt like in a lifetime, but I don't know how long it lasted, but then it was over and we like, we were all, you know, we were all still functioning. We swam short, grabbed our stuff, dried off. And I don't think I, the four of us ever talked to each other again. <laughs> the weirdest thing, it was almost like, you know, you're bad luck. <laughs> we all stayed away from each other. But the weird, the weird residual of that is afterwards. And as I've gone through life, I realized that I had gifts that just like came out of left field. So um, example, so um, when my daughter was little, uh, I went to school and the kids were in class and there was another mom standing there who I knew. And I said, oh, I said, uh, when do you do? She goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, your baby girl. She burst into tears. She freaked out. And she said, she goes, how do you know? I haven't even told my husband. Wow. I'm like, what do you mean? Because in my mind, it felt like everybody knew, like it was common knowledge. But apparently she just found out nobody knew and um she cried some more it was unexpected pregnancy she had two boys that were older and so um and then she looked at me again and she burst she goes i'm having a girl and she burst into tears and cried some more (laughs) um and she did have a girl she was so that's incredible you know and then another time um of course with my daughter when she's little we went to a we would do mommy mommy baby play groups kind of thing and there was one woman there who had a baby and she or he was a little boy at that time couldn't have any more kids so she was looking into adoption and she was telling me you know we met it we've been waiting and waiting and we found a family and they've chosen us but she could always back out the mom's pregnant you know the woman's pregnant she could always back out and um you know we don't we don't know there's another family they're talking she's talking to and I'm like, oh, it's okay. And I put my hand on her shoulder. Uh-huh. I swear to you, Percy, 
this electrical current, just like being when I was like, you know, hysterical lightning, it went through my entire body and through her body. She felt every bit of it. And I saw the whole vision of her future. And she started to cry. She goes, what the heck was that? And I said, I said, not only are they going to pick you, but you're going to have it, she's going to be, it's going to be a little girl. So you'll have your son and this little girl. And I said, she has light brown hair. When she's four, I described what she looked like when she was four. When she's four, she's going to have light brown hair and curly on the ends, big brown eyes. And the crazy thing is, is that I taught preschool for a long, long time. Uh-huh. I have her daughter that she adopted when she, um, when her daughter was four. And she, that was her, I mean, that's, I saw her and I was her teacher, wow. her preschool teacher. It's just, I've kind of, and as I've gotten older, it's it's gotten even stronger. Um, I my I have another fan, and I think it I think it kind of, according to the time of your life, like when I was having babies, I had all this stuff on other mothers, right? right. So like my friend Susie's Mormon. Not that he has anything to do with it, but she had six boys. Ouch. <laughs> Um, she had, and then she was divorced and she, um, met a wonderful guy and he was trying to convince her to have one more baby, just one more baby. She goes, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can. I'm like, you're going to have a girl. If you do, you're going to have a girl. I don't know. So she did. (laughs) And then two ultrasounds that said it was, um, that it was a boy. So they decorated the room all blue. They named him Casey and I, we're swimming in the pool. She's like eight months pregnant. She's like, I just don't, you know, I'm, I'm happy I'm having a child with Todd, but, you know, and, and I said, I said, I don't know. I've never been wrong before. And um, Olivia <laughs> is, uh, you know, is a grown up, you know, young, young adult now. So, um, yeah, they had a girl. Yeah. She's beautiful and amazing. That's pretty cool. I, you know, it's, uh, you know, when we talk about guests, a lot of people, it's two it's two spectrums, right? There's the people that believe, and then there's the the real doubters, the skeptics. That's like, oh, that's a load of crap, or you just you know talking. But I think sometimes too, because I remember when we when I first met you on the Jubilee set, I was like, have I seen you before? Have I worked with you before? Because I know, I know where, but it, that's for another day. And that's <laughs> I do I do know you. Do you? Yeah, but it's it's not what you, it's not what you think. Uh, so no auto no autograph. Okay, I understand. No, 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 I'm sure I've seen you on stuff. No, it would, um, like we talked about my my faith has has changed a little bit. You know, according to what I've experienced, and that includes past lives. So I've known you before. Interesting. I definitely I I'm definitely curious about that. Um. I do want to ask you a question, though. I do want to ask you. It's a little controversial, but a lot of people always talk about this. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, in in the media, we hear about psychics, you know, the people that read the hands and stuff like that. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people think it's all fraud. A lot of people think it's just a money scheme to, you know, pry and, you know, make people believe something that's not true or whatever, just to get money. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think about? uh you know psychics and stuff like that do you think uh, just genuine people or do you think it's just a, a quick money cash grab um i don't know what this i don't know what the ratio is 
but there are real ones and there are a lot of fake ones. And because of who I am, I know what I can tell you. Like there's a guy, he's, he's done a couple television shows. His name's um, Thomas John. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. So he's, he's the real thing. And I know that there's been, you know, haters out there trying to debunk him, but I'm telling you, I actually met with him because I can't see anything really for myself. I can see things for other people, but I can't see anything for me. So I actually went to him one time and uh, he told me stuff and uh, I could actually feel it. I could feel like energy coming from him. It's like this, it's almost like if it was a sound, it would be a whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like this warm, wavy energy coming from him. And he told me things, he knew names. He knew, he described my dad and how long ago he passed, his name. Um, he described the disease he died from. He didn't have a name for it, but he was like, oh, he, this and this and this, that he had. I mean, he, details that, that weren't, wouldn't have been written down anywhere. Right. Um, in a, so we had a full hour and, and he, yeah, he told me things that, that there was no way he could look up or find out. Um, and actually he shared something with me um, about my son who um, he said, is he, and I, I'm going to be real vague on this one, but is he dealing with a, a health, this health issue? And he described it. And that was almost a year ago I met with him and sure as heck right now, my son's dealing with that health issue. Wow. That's so, amazing. You know, they're real. Yeah. You know, I think it's because we live in a society now where everybody sees a trend or they see something that, oh, you know what? I know this person well, wants a reading. You know, let me act like I can give them one so I can get a quick, you know, two, three hundred dollars. And I think yeah. that's the issue. Because, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on was because this is something I never really, you know, thought about. I wasn't interested in it. I always thought it, it was a fraud. Well, I wouldn't say it like that, but I used to think a lot of people, um, uh, it was just a scam. Like I, I, one of my favorite shows, Supernatural. I remember they had an episode where it was it was a uh, it was a psychic based episode, and um, one of the women uh, she you know had a client um, who wanted to talk to their dead son, and uh, unfortunately she got killed in in the beginning of the episode. But when the the main characters were surveying the area, they they were showing like how she was doing the wind blowing, how she was able to. Talk, uh, tell about their uh, backgrounds and how she was able to flick the lights off, you know, with a push of a button. So, like, it, it's funny how, like, in the media and in movies and stuff, they make fun of them because they're like, oh, nobody, that's not true. Nobody could do that. But I think, I think at this point in our lives, especially in society now, sometimes you have to beg, uh, or yeah, beg the question is this a gift that some people do have? Because we see in the history a lot, there's people who have amazing abilities, amazing uh, talents that nobody else really have. People have, you know, different features that other people don't have, you know, rare diseases and stuff like that. So um, do you think that, you know, just talking about um, what you do and what you're interested in, people kind of outcast you and, oh, I want to deal with her. She's a weirdo. She's a freak. Do you get that a lot when you talk about this? Um, well, I, I, in my, you know, I'm an actor, right? Uh, yeah. um, in, and in that life, I have, 
one of my gifts <laughs> is I have been able to to see future like stars. I should be an I should be like an agent because it was like it's happened where I've, I've told someone, oh my gosh, they're going to, they're going to break loose. And then like Stevie Ho, have you heard of him? Stevie, um, he's a comedian. He, uh, I was in a, I was in a, um, upright citizens brigade class with him. We all came really close. Um, and I saw, I was telling another guy in the class, Stevie's going to, Steve's going to, Steven's going to make it big. And within months he went from like, I don't know, 60 followers on Instagram to, he might have a half a million. I don't even know anymore. He does, he's a, he works as a nurse and he does comedic um, little vignettes on his, on his uh, Instagram. It's hilarious. And I know he does stand, he's become well-known, but I saw it back when there was nothing, right? right. I have another friend who um, I met him five years ago in a class an acting class. I said, would you do this with me for real? And he's like, oh, okay. So he did this scene. And then afterwards, he, he's like, why, why, why me? Why'd you pick me out of everybody in the class? I said, because you're going to be famous someday. And yeah. I want to be in a scene with you. So I could say, hey, I know him. And we became really good friends. And uh, he's been on a Starbucks commercial. He did a national Stitch Fix campaign. He's been in uh, leads and, and supporting roles in like several feature films. He started producing. Um, his, he did a short that, you know, of course I'm along for the ride on all these now, but he, um, he, I got a smaller role in that. And it's one, like, I think it got, it was selected in like 14 different um, festivals and it's won like five or six awards so far. So he's just like trajectory straight up. And I saw that back then and he'll call me like, you know, these guys want to, you know, want me to sign a contract for this movie or that movie. I'm like, yeah are you surprised <laughs> <laughs> but i would never i you know i i don't i don't need the money i'm not ever gonna take money from anybody to to do that and i would never like i've had people that i've talked to ask me oh what about this what about that you know what do you think about this future i'm like i i don't do that it's like if it comes to me then a higher you know a higher source is is uh, wanting you to know that for whatever reason. I don't know. Did I get off subject? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no, I was actually going to uh, mention that, you know, uh, you said higher um, uh, authority or subject. And I was going to mention it because we was talking a little bit off camera about religion. And a lot yeah. of one of the things I noticed with people um, who talk about these kind of gifts, they tie it to religion. Oh, you know, uh, God chose me or Allah chose me to do this. And but again, because we live in a very, uh, you know, uh, we live in a money hungry society. A lot of people know that, you know, if you're a practicing uh, uh, church goer, if you're someone who practices religion, you know, all you got to tell them is, hey, you know, I practice this, you know, I, you know, tell them a couple of things about, you know, the, the Bible or whatever uh, source of materials for that religion and say, you know what, I think I was chosen to do this and I think I can help you. And then, you know, lo and behold, you know, you get three, you pay them $300 and they tell you something or uh, they provide you a service that really isn't, you know, adequate enough. And a lot of people are turned off by it. Do you think um, people using religion as a way to, you know, uh, spread awareness about their gifts is doing more harm than good? Or do you think it helps? Well, 
you know, I, I don't know because the more I feel like I learn just from experience, I feel like I feel like the less I know. But but what you know, and so I'm I really hate to like make judgments other than if you take money from someone and you um and you are not legitimate and you're doing that just to make a buck, it will come back to you. You will be experiencing all the pain you've caused. You will. You can't you can't go through life and hurt people, especially people that are vulnerable, like the elderly or children, and not expect to feel every drop of pain that you have given out. Right. You will. And it's like, and, and, um, and that's what I was convicted of, you know, in my heart. And the more I learned, one of the biggest things was you got to go through and forgive everybody who's ever hurt you. So I agree. you might say, you know, my stepfather stabbed me in the neck or whatever, but, and, and, and there's no forgiving that. Well, you better, because it's gonna, it's gonna eat you alive. Um, the two things that we struggle as humans so much with are like that, that bitterness and lack of forgiveness and fear, right? A lot of the, the, the evil things that go on in the world that other people do it's fear-based and it's lack of forgiveness. And to have, you know, when I see our society so divisive, right? It's like, yeah. you wear your hair this way, you got the shot, you didn't get the shot, you voted for who, whatever. It's like, what's going on? Because that's not, we are not here to judge each other. We're here to love each other and forgive each other. Before we get right back into the action, thank you for tuning in to another charismatic episode. And if you're also interested in sending in voice messages or donating, you can also do that as well. I would love to use the proceeds to go to a local food bank or a warmer house. And, um, you know, I can take up to, you know, $10,000. You know, I'm not going to complain. But yeah, thank you for tuning into another episode. Let me know your thoughts and opinions, what I can improve or something that you enjoy. And let's get right back to the action, shall we? Absolutely. And, you know, I talk about this all the time. You know, we live in such a, I want to say hateful, but very divisive. And, you know, just everybody just seems like they hate each other so much kind of society. And that's one of the things um, I dislike the most about everything is it's not so much that, um you know, you can't have conversations. It's the fact that if people don't agree with you, if people don't want to hear it, you know, they slander you, they hate you, you know, they try to cash you out. And we just live in a very, you know, just hateful society. I, I've never seen so much division ever in my life. And don't, don't, I mean, I'm a young person, so I have some more years to go, but yeah. it's just ridiculous. Like you said, it's, uh, you can't even, at this point, it's, oh, you got COVID, you didn't get COVID. You vaccinated, you didn't get vaccinated. And it's an argument about those. And, oh, it's just ridiculous. And I think, you know, a conversation like this, as much as I enjoy it and stuff, I'm sure it'll be very divisive too. Because like I said, you know, there's some people who are open-minded to, to hearing this, but there's some people that's like, man, I don't got time for this. You know, I don't believe it. But I always, I always challenge people to think, about 
the things you don't know, right? You know, there's certain things, don't get me wrong, that I don't believe in, but I'm also open-minded to them. You know, for instance, I'll bring this up. The people who say, who claim they see ghosts or, you know, paranormal activity. It's like, um, I do think a part of it is you can see ghosts because I know they talk about how dogs, you know, and animals can see ghosts because I remember in my mom's house at like three in the morning, every other day, I remember we hit a toilet flush, everybody sleeping and I would come downstairs and I see the two dogs just standing there, eyes glowing <laughs> and they wouldn't move. Like they would just stay, stay at the bathroom door and they, they just stay stiff. And I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Everybody's sleeping. The light is on. The toilet just flushed. The dogs are standing there. I'm like, wait, am I, am, am I tripping here? Am, am I bugging? And it used to happen all the time. So then I started realizing, I'm like, you know what? Maybe people can see ghosts. Now, don't get me wrong. The people that talk about, you know, vengeful spirits and all that. I don't know about all of that. But I do think there are gifts that people do have. But because it's so oversaturated, uh, oversaturated with money hungry people who sees yes. the potential in the money game. You know, it gets, you know, for one genuine person is a hundred scammers, you know, just trying to make a, a, a quick dollar. So I think that's the biggest issue. So a lot of people might see it as weird because there's so much fraud going around that it's hard for people to, to trust in that. I'm sure you would agree with that. When right? You experience what you experience something yourself. Right. So, you know, if you, you know, I know you love yourself, you trust yourself, right? You trust your judgment. You didn't just make up the sound of the toilet flushing. You heard it. You, you, the dogs, dogs and animals are very in touch with um, the spirit realm. And they're also in touch with like people. So like you, you meet a girl, you, you bring her home and your dog starts. And then you might be like, I don't know if we're going to go out again. <laughs> I don't know. Not, that's not very case. <laughs> But you know what I mean? They're really in touch with with things that we can't see. Right. Yeah. I, it, it, it's amazing. I think a lot of people don't get to experience stuff like that. That's why it's weird. And, you know, I've never been to a psychic reading or, you know, the palm readings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think um, some of it, again, I think a lot of people are genuine, but there's so yeah. many that's just saturated in the market to the point where, you know, now you see psychics on TV shows now, reality shows, you know, doing the, the gifts. And like, it, it, sometimes it's hard to believe this one dude um, from Maury. I was watching Maury. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I was watching Maury. This guy was honestly one of uh, probably the most genuine people I've ever seen. He was a psychic and uh, stuff like that. And he was very genuine about it. But then you got others. You, you could clearly see they have a sketch pad with all the details about the case. And, they, you know, they'll probably put like a keyword. Oh, your name is, you know, Keisha Rain. What do you have? Uh, I'm hearing, you know, your, your, your dead son or daughter saying, um, um, you know, you live in the house, right? You know, and it's it's just like, uh, you know, clearly this, this ain't right. But mm -hmm. like I said, because there's so many people trying to get a quick dollar or just don't understand it's hard for people to grasp this that's why i wanted to have this conversation because i've never thought about talking about this ever ever but I, yeah. you made a good point you know you never know until you experience it 
you know, so that's. Yeah. And you yeah. have, and if I bet if you thought back in your life, there's probably more than just one instance. There's probably like three or four times where you've gone, wait, I can't explain this or I could try to explain it away. Um, so if you thought back, is there any other times that you can think of? Cause I'm sure there is, if you really just sat down. Huh? I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe growing up, I wasn't really in tune with that. Um, I didn't really, I probably did see something or heard something or experienced something, but I meant to, it's like, oh, whatever. Just, I'm probably just, you know, losing my mind. You know, let me forget this. Yeah, but, right. Try to explain it away. Right. But I remember the bathroom thing because that used to happen all the time. And it, it became an occurrence. Like then, you know, my mom and my brothers were here. It's like, who's, who's, who's using the bathroom, you know? Are you and, still living in the same, or is your family still in the same house? Yeah, my mom and them still have the same house, and it still happens. I don't know what it is. Um, my mom even, I remember I was talking to my mom about it because we were talking about the toilet flushing and stuff, and she has a picture of her mom on the wall, and she was talking about how sometimes um, she would feel her spirit. She would feel her presence. You know, some things what happened and she had no explanation and my sister would talk about that too um you know like uh you know they just light a candle and then it blows out or yeah. you know something moves that wasn't you know supposed to move and it's like you know some people might look at that as like oh that's crap you know you just fabricating this but i think there's some genuine truth to it i don't know how true it is about haunted houses and stuff like that but i do think there is experiences like that where you know there's something unexplainable about what just happened and you have to well, start questioning it like just because you've never been to new zealand it doesn't mean that it's not there that's right? true i've never been to new zealand but i'm pretty sure it's there and like a, like an example my father passed away about 10 years ago a little longer and he lived in one of those he and his wife lived in one of those little um gated communities for 55 and up and there's these tiny little houses with tiny little yards and they're all lined up looking the same you know that kind of thing and um he was in it he was passing away at home he'd had parkinson's for a long time and uh, he had been in a coma for a couple of days and he'd woken up a little bit and I had been there, my siblings were there, um, and this has been going on for several days. And I went out in the front yard and there's like nobody, cause it's a gated little community and you don't get cars coming around or whatever, but they had called hospice cause there was a change in him a little bit. And then, you know, and, and um, she was the, the hospice nurse was gonna come out and check on him. So I'm laying there on the grass with my knees up, my eyes closed. And I hear down the street, I hear a car door close. And then I hear this like high heels walking on this, the sidewalk up to the house. And there's steps and I hear the, the high heels go up to the steps and they stop right in front of me. I'm like, oh, the hospice nurse is here. I'm gonna have to you know, look at her. And I, I literally had just prayed, Lord, I'm ready for you to take him. I, you know, He's in too much pain, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. And I sat up to, to face her and there was nobody there. I heard it with my ears and I thought, okay, I jumped up, I ran in the house. I said, everybody, we have to go to Papa's room because he's gonna pass. And two minutes later he was gone. Wow. So 
that was, you know, and I believe that was an angel coming to take him home. And, and it was a gift to me so that I was there when he passed and he wasn't alone. So, you know, that's, you know, I, it's crazy because, you know, Supernatural is one of my favorite shows. I'm still watching it. And like when you told, talked about, you know, hearing the step, uh, you know, someone running up the steps, you know, heels, and then you opened it and no one was there. But, you know, you felt like maybe it was time that, you know, somebody can't, you know, God sent someone down to, yeah. you know, you know, let's make them rest in peace. You know, and that's something like in the supernatural, they call them reapers, right? And like, it, it's crazy because it, it sounds like that, you know, there's a, a person who's struggling and, you know, the, the parent or the, the, the significant other, you know, wants to release them. And then like, there's a, a image of the reaper <clears throat> standing right beside them and all they do is touch him and then they take them and bring them up you know, to heaven and stuff like that. And it's, you know, it's very, it sounds maybe corny to some people, but I, I always thought that was pretty interesting how they were able to do that. And it really shifted my focus on that, you know, seeing stuff like that, even though it may seem goofy and it's a TV show, but it sounds like that, you know? Yeah. You know? But it works the other way too. Like I was just, I just literally came from a party. Uh, a friend of mine, her husband has been struggling with co like long, long haul COVID. Oh. He's in the hospital for four months. Even now, he's still struggling at home. But she shared with me a story today where she was in the hospital room. They didn't think he was going to make it. And this man walks in the door and he said, uh, God told me that your husband was meant to live and, I need, and I'm going to pray over him. And she said that this man who she's never seen before came in and prayed over her husband. and She's never seen him since. And he survived, Glenn survived when there was no way they thought that would happen. And he's slowly, slowly getting better. So that could be an angel as well. I mean, you can have any, you know, it's standing in front of you. I mean, it's, if, if you believe in that kind of thing, it's, it's uh, and that was the, you know, it wasn't somebody to take you off this earth. It was to assure her and to assure that he was gonna stick around. Absolutely. You know, this has been a really good conversation. And, you know, I hope when people listen to it, you know, they are open-minded to it. Even if they don't agree, maybe if they don't see it, maybe they don't, you know, they don't care too much. I think this is a good topic because, like you said, I think for a lot of people, they might have instances, um, you know, in their life where something happened that was unexplainable, you know. Mm -hmm. You was in a coma for, you know, two months and then, you know, you woke up, you know, how is that possible when the doctor said you're supposed to be long gone? You know, I think mm -hmm. sometimes we have to, I'm not saying you have to change the way how you believe, but be open-minded to this stuff, because I think there's a lot that you can learn. And I think as I, as I get older, I'm starting to become more, you know, open to ideas, you know, um, and it's been <laughs> something that. I don't know where I'm at yet. You know, I'm still trying to figure out. I don't know if I fully believe. I don't fully, you know, this. I don't fully hate people with gifts. You know, I don't mm -hmm. think they're frauds. I'm glad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get off my pocket. No. <laughs> no, but I think it's being able to, you know, be open minded because as you talk and I'm thinking, you know, about my past, I'm like, wait, you know what? That actually 
makes sense. You know, I'm thinking about something that never I can't explain. And it used to happen all the time. And I've met people who talked about, you know, seeing, you know, dead relatives, you know, ghosts, um, feeling their energy, feeling their presence, you know, being able to tell people about other things, you know, that they don't even know about, you know, do people have a right to be skeptical? Yeah, especially when you're paying for people to do that. But I think you also have to be open-minded in the sense that there are people who do have some gifts that we can't explain. You know, we may not think it's gifts. We may think it's weird. We may think it's, you know, freaky. But whether or not you think like that or not, it is a gift at the end of the day, you know? And I, so. I really have to believe, like, it was given. It wasn't an accident. I was in that that lake. I don't think it was an accident. I think it triggered that that episode you know that lightning triggered my gifts and we're all important you're important i'm important the person who's sitting in you know in some alley who's happened you know ran on hard times they're homeless whatever they're important and i think the problem problem we run into is that we feel like we're not powerful we're not important they're oh we only the only thing that exists is what we see and without a doubt i i think that's wrong <laughs> i think there's no. so there's a whole other realm out there that we can't see and we're every single one of us are important and um i'm not sure how it's all going to fit together yet but i you know i'm i'm excited to find out and like you i'm not going to i'm not going to stop learning you know i a, a few years ago i had I, I get these what i call these dreams that are different than regular dreams and I was a man and I was in an airplane and we're flying through the sky and people are screaming. Everybody on the plane was Asian that I saw and there's smoke filling up in the plane and there's flames coming. I was like sitting by the wing and I could see the color of the plane. And there, there was like a red, there was like red and white on the outside of the plane. And, and there's flames coming, like literally coming up on the outside of the plane over like, Wow. And, and um and then it went down. I mean I felt it going down and I woke up and I was like crying and I was <gasps> you know couldn't breathe and I just uh it was it was very very real and I went for a walk with my friend that morning and I said oh my gosh I had this dream whatever you know where Ty described it and after the walk I get home she calls me she's like have you seen the news I'm like what she goes that Malaysian airline went it disappeared over the ocean huh so it's like okay well it burned and it went down into the sea <laughs> i mean it, it i knew i knew and the, and the plane they showed the photos of the plane on the news and it was the plane i saw it was the colors i described to her um you know it <sighs> you know what it, you know what's crazy it sounds like i think every most people can relate to this it sounds like you know, deja vu, you know, we talk about all the time and I think it's just became such a, you know, a term that people don't really think about it, but I've had dreams like that too. And not, not, not something as big as that, but mm -hmm. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I remember having dreams about, you know, things. And then, you know, a couple weeks down the line, it's like, wait, it's happening to me. I'm like, wait, didn't I just have a dream about this? Like, this don't even sound, this don't make any sense. And like, 
it, it it's freaky that a lot of people have that. And I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier, where you was like, I do remember you from a past life, you know? Yeah, I do. I, I, you know, and you it, knew it immediately across the room. You're like, what? We know, you know, it was funny because I, I already knew it. I'm like, I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. So it's, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's good to keep a, a, a notepad and a pen by your bed. Because if you wake up in the middle of the night with one of those dreams, which you'll know in your heart is different, write it down and go, you'll go right back to sleep. I promise you. And um, then you can look at it and you could go, oh, you know, what does, you know, what meaning does this have for me? Or have you heard of Coast to Coast, that, that radio show? Yes. Yeah. Um, there was a guy who was a guest on Coast to Coast. His name is Stephen Schwartz. And he does, um, he does what's called remote viewing. I think the government does that. Um, but I was one of his guinea pigs. <laughs> I, um, he had like 1,500 of us. And we, would, we Skyped at the beginning of, of the lockdown. And um, we did remote viewing into the future. And uh, I had never done it before. I just, I had all these other gifts, but uh, literally an hour and a half later, I talked for an hour and a half. It's like, I, I went to a different place almost. It was very strange, but I didn't think I could ever, you know, I'm not gonna say anything about what I saw, but it was, it was interesting, you know? There's just so much out there that we just don't know. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious, you know, uh, one question I did have is what, how do like people in your immediate circle, you know, friends, family, um, how do they think, or what do they think, or, you know, maybe new people that you meet, um, uh, who get to know you, what do they think about when you tell them about your gifts and stuff? Do they question it? Do they give you like a, you know, maybe you should focus on something else. Like, what do they think about it? Sometimes like there's a, a producer that I've become friends with this woman and we were on a set a couple months ago. I was the script supervisor. She was the producer. And it was kind of like with you, but different. Cause I, we look at each other and we're like, huh, like, like sisters. Right. Right. And, uh, and, and uh, she has the gift. It's like, we just kind of like know each other. Like, I, I don't know. Like there's certain, <laughs> I don't know if I don't understand myself, but sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> if you have something going on, you could just look at somebody and go, oh, you're just like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so that's kind of how it is for me. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of friends that I've known for a long time who really don't know. Really? Yep. And I was a, I was a public school teacher for a long time. None of my coworkers, nobody knew. It's, a, it's not something that, that's why I'm saying I'm coming out of the closet. The only people I've shared this with, it's a very small group um, that I know really well. And um, now more people will know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to get comments and everything about you. I'm going to have to delete. The, no, I'm kidding. It's okay. Uh, you know what? I don't, even, I don't even care because there's somebody out there who's like been struggling. There's oh, absolutely. There's someone out there who's struggling, especially during COVID. And they're like, am I going crazy? Why is this happening now? Because there's a change in the air right now. There's a change in the world right now. And some people are actually, especially young people, are coming into their in, into these type of gifts and they're scared and they don't know what's going on. Absolutely. Right? There's a lot of there's a lot of frauds out there. And so I would I really hesitate to give money to anybody <laughs> um, unless you really know for sure. But 
but people are, you know, it's, it's, it's becoming more common, I think, or maybe I'm just more aware of it. I don't know. Do you, I don't, so let me, let me ask you a final question for me would be, are you glad, you know, because like you said, this is a different atmosphere now, different environment, different culture now, especially with the pandemic still going on. Do you think, thinking about back then, how it first started, you know, the events occurring after, you know, the, the lake incident, do you think it was better for you to keep it, you know, on the low? Or do you think, or would you go back and say, you know what, I want to express myself more about it? Do you, or are you comfortable with doing it now? I'm comfortable talking about it with you in your in your um, your podcast for some reason. I don't, you know what I mean? It's like I, this is this is where I was supposed to share it. You know, I, I know that it's a gift that helps people. I have a friend who I felt like she was dying, and I took her to lunch and I drew a. I drew a, a picture of her liver and I drew a place and I said, this is where I see a shady spot on your liver. And she burst out crying. She's like, yeah, I think there's something wrong with my liver. They're doing tests right now, blah, blah. And she was, it was a, it was a, um, a long-term death sentence, right? It's weird. Right. Now she's completely healthy, right? So I think bring attention to things like that. Um, and she's, she, she's, um, Oh, is it Hindi? She's she. I think she's Hindi. But there's things that have happened to me. Just it, I'd ask her, "Well, this happened to me. What do you think?" Oh, and then she would say, "This is that." And she'd talk about different religions in the world and and how you know there's basis for it in different religions. I'm like, ah. Oh. So I know less now than I did before as far as how it all works. I just know that we're all shards of a whole. We really are, you know, and if you start separating yourself from other people, it uh, doesn't mean that you're worth less than anybody else, right? As we have to love ourselves and, and value ourselves, but we are all part of a whole. I'm, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to manifest, but we're just supposed to not be afraid and just to free fall through life. Like, you, you know, take a risk like you did. Now it's only going to pay off more and more for you. You know, I mean, it's, uh, you have, gosh, you have some great things happening <laughs> that are going to be happening for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dang, I just, uh, I'm happy for you. Thank you. And, I appreciate you know, that. And it's letting go of that fear and just saying, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. And when I'm drawn to situations and people, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to explore that and speak my truth. You know, and it's funny, you know, I was talking about the Jubilee um, thing and the last one I did, I'm sure, you know, uh, the last one I did um, for for people who may or may not know, it's called uh, the, the episode we was in was uh, Jubilee online versus traditional dating. Um, and then the recent one I just did, uh, they actually changed the title. It was called Do All Black Men Think the Same? But I think it's. Uh, oh, I, I have to watch that one. Yeah, I think they changed it though to uh, are black men oversexualized, something like that. But if you look up, uh, do all black men uh, look the same? It'll still come up. But one of the things that happened with that episode was I actually opened up and I was honest about a lot of these controversial topics, you know. And I honestly, like, we was on set that uh, after Rapid. And we was joking. I was like, you know, I'm about to get roasted. You know, people about to hate me <laughs> and slander me. 
And the complete opposite happened. I was like the the winner of the episode. Everybody was reaching out to me. And it was weird, you know, because I didn't expect that at all. And I had a lot of people saying, you know, it's it's refreshing to see someone be honest, be truthful, who's able to, you know, speak their mind and stand on what they say. And, and you know, it, it gives me courage to do the same. And I didn't expect that at all. I, I didn't realize, you know, being truthful not only helped me, but it helped other people. And Has Abin Preach covered that yet? <laughs> I don't think they did that one yet. No, I'm about they to check. Will. They love you. God, there's yeah. like a, it was like a love fest. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen it, I've seen so many reactions to this video so far that I, I, I just stopped looking. I'm sure they will at some point if they haven't done it already. Yeah, they do love me. Uh, Goku guy, as people remember. Um, but and you know, it's all, you know, it's all creative editing too. I mean, you know, what they chose choose to show. I love Jubilee. I think it's amazing, but you know, you only get a small snippet. Like I did one before the one we did. I got a lot of love and a lot of hate, you know, about the things I said. But the thing is, they didn't know the whole story behind it, right? Right. Um, there was some stuff going on. Uh, I don't know how much to share, <laughs> but there, there was this, there was a young woman who I just think is beautiful and amazing. And she was saying, I just don't want kids and I'm going to get my tubes tied. Okay. But what she was telling me behind the scenes is that the doctor told her that, oh yeah, you could go ahead and get your tubes tied. You could, and, and we can reverse it. No problem. Which is a freaking lie. Right. Like, what are his motivations to try to get her to tie her tubes? You can't just, you only have a 30% of conceiving if you try to reverse it. And she had been lied to. But that didn't, you know, that's nothing that showed up on that show. You know what I mean? I, I came across as this person trying, you know, this terrible person trying to tell this young woman what to do with her body. I was like, I'm not. You just, you've been lied to, you know? And so anyway, but I'm glad that you spoke your truth. And um and people are receiving it. Oh, absolutely! It's to the point. I got a autograph sign. No, I'm kidding. I'm, what? Uh, I'm kidding. I thought I thought I had a couple more years till you're that famous, but it's coming. Uh, it's coming. It, it's, it's already here. I don't even know what to do. I can't even go to the gym no more. I have to hire security. It make no sense. No, I'm kidding. You can't. You just can't uh, get rid of that that uh, haircut. It's it's your signature. Everybody recognizes. That's the that's the hard part about being me is that you know. I'm hard to miss, you know, but, um, but, you know, on the real though, I think speaking your truth does help, you know, yeah. not only you, but like you said, you know, the, the, the point of this podcast, yeah, sometimes, you know, it's about joking and, and talking about very controversial things, but at the end of the day, it's all about empowering people and giving people, yeah. you know, even if one person take something important from it or learn something about themselves that, you know, they get the courage to speak out or get the courage to, you know, get, you know, up their self-esteem. I think this is the the conversations that make, you know, people look back and listen to us like, you know what, I'm glad I listened to this. I'm glad, you know, you know, Anne-Marie shared her um, you know, experience as, you know, with her gift, because there's a lot of people, like I said, you know, because it's so oversaturated, you don't know who's telling the truth or who's not, but there's a lot of people 
you know, especially with the pandemic and a lot of people being stuck at home and figuring out themselves. I'm sure there's a lot of people who still, you know, in the closet, figuratively speaking, who don't know how to talk about it. You know, they yeah. feel like they might get shut down. People might, you know, label them as weirdos and and they need someone who has the courage to speak to get that courage. So even if people aren't in, in tune with this kind of conversation, at least there's going to be somebody or some people that look at this or, or hear this conversation and, you know, take something very positive from it. That That's why I like doing this is because that's why I mean, you're, that's why I like your show, because you don't you don't stand, you, you know, get on on the airwaves and say, this is this is how it is. You're not putting people in a box. Right. You're letting people think for themselves and you're throwing out all kinds of different possibilities. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's a really important that you don't push your, whatever it happens to be, you know, uh, you know, I'm fluid all the time as far as, you know, how I believe on different things. I was not going to get vaccinated, um, for my own personal reasons. And actually after listening to your podcast, I ended up getting, getting it done is, was it the right thing? maybe i mean it, it's like there's there's i had you know i had some some side effects from getting that but then again you know maybe i'll survive the covid thing you know i it's it's like we can't we just have to do our best for ourselves and i like how you you create a forum that people can throw out all the possibilities i appreciate that <laughs> that means a lot and uh you know i i like doing it because you know even though I might have my own beliefs, I might have my own truths. So does someone else. And that doesn't mean, and honestly, you know, working with Jubilee um, helped me because uh, meeting people who wanted to talk instead of, you know, shouting and screaming, oh, you don't agree with me? Oh, go to hell. Like that, that doesn't do anything. So, you know, being around people who wants to conversate. And of course, there's always going to be people you run into roadblocks with. That's just, you know, par for the course. But I think it's important to have people give people the platform that speak. You know, imagine, you know, don't get me wrong. I like Jubilee. I know it's entertainment. So this is a narrative they have to push. I understand that. But they still give people a platform to the people, the weirdos that a lot of people see, you know, the very free spirited people that we see. We may not like them. But they gave them a platform to speak their truth. And whether we agree with it or not, I think it's very important. And because in this society nowadays, it's either this narrative or this narrative. There's no other narratives. You can't talk about nothing else. You know, when we talk about the vaccine, I won't get into it because I, you know, did a whole podcast about it. But, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's, oh, you didn't take the vaccine? Why not? Why why are you so special? Why, Why are you so different? Why you can't follow the rules? So I think having a platform where no matter what the conversation is, people can speak freely. And even if I don't agree, that's not my judge. I, I can't judge you for that unless you attack me. Those are different stories. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, I like doing this because it helps other people. The listeners, and, that's what it's and for. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I love Jubilee. And I'm so glad that there's a forum like that out there where people can come together and try to find common ground with each other. In in that particular instance, with that particular conversation, they there was it wasn't all out on the table as far as that. But for the most part, it's amazing. It's an amazing show. It's given you a platform to 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 you know 
especially I'm gonna can't wait to watch this next episode that you did because it you know it sounds like you're sharing stuff that wasn't necessarily comfortable but you did yeah but you know what I did it not not for me I did it because I knew it was the right time and it was the right space to do it and the listeners is all about for me is all about the people listening the people watching tuning in mm-hmm. because if they can't draw any anything from it then what's the point of watching you know imagine having a conversation with someone for you know three hours and all you heard was about you know eating mcdonald's at the gym nobody cares about that but you know hearing someone speak they truth something very impactful you know like what i said that, what was that one you did he was like a he was like a professional musician it was dealing with um he was dealing with addictions oh um that was i know you're talking about it's like three episodes ago um i can't remember his name off the top of my head so good so good thank and you so impactful yeah amazing yeah that's honestly one of my favorite conversations not not because i've worked with people um with addiction and stuff like that so have us want to speak freely about it again i like to do things differently with podcasts you know podcasting sometimes you know people get tired of hearing about you and your buddies going out on friday night i mean there's only so much you want to hear about that but having people who have stories who have experiences that other people can relate to um i think that's what's important about what you know for me is yeah we have fun I want to make this conversation exciting, you know, very charismatic, of course, that's, that's just, you know, comes with the territory, but it's also something that people can listen to and get inspired by, or if they, you know, relate to the topic, they can resonate with what we're talking about. And I think this is what makes, you know, the Prince of Fresh Air what it is, because, you know, guests like you, and of course, a good looking host like myself, you know. I just lost like five followers from that. <laughs> That's great. You but start sending people your way, you know? I absolutely. Know <laughs> Tell them I'm charging a $1,000 flat fee. Oh, no, is that how it works? I, I got to get paid for my time? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, let me ask you, before we, before we wrap this up, you know, we don't want to, you know, get people too tired, but let me ask you, if, you know, the people listening right now, who, you know, we're talking about gifts and stuff. The people who still in the closet, having a hard time talking about it, hard time accepting it. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there like that. What advice would you give them? Um, I would, I would give them advice to trust what they're seeing, trust what they're hearing. Um, and, you know, what you give out comes back. So you start, you start trying to take it. Cause I, I, uh, I've heard stories about people that I've met who have actually convinced like this, this one woman, she's in jail now. I think she was, a uh, you know, she, she worked with famous people in Hollywood, right. Um, people that I've, you know, they're famous and she was their psychic. And then she takes this lady who lived in Palo Alto and convinced her to sign over her house to them. And then they like chained her up somewhere in Sac in like Sacramento somewhere. And um, it all came out, you know, they literally were trying to tell her that if she didn't sign over the house, you know, bad things, these 
demons are after her and they're going to get her. And, you know, it's just that will, oh, you know, you will not escape it. So, and it, and, uh, and, you know, just to love and trust yourself and forgive everybody, try to, you know, try to be the best person you can, because we're all learning, you know, you don't want to stop. Right. And Absolutely. I don't know if that was your. <laughs> oh, no, that's perfect. Uh, I think that's perfect. I think, uh, like I said, it's when we talk about stuff like this, a lot of people aren't going to, they're going to think, what, what, what are you talking about? What, why am I listening to this? But it's, it's for the people that can relate. And I think, you know, like you said, standing in your truth. And I don't know what the, to be honest, I don't know when the right time is to talk about, you know, um, you know, having gifts like this and because still a taboo thing, you know, people, we do know about it, but people really don't really talk about it. We know about it, but we don't talk about it. So, you know, telling your family right off the bat, you know, telling all your friends, your partner, your significant other, some people will accept it. Most people probably wouldn't. And I think that's something that you as a person should, once you get comfortable with yourself mm -hmm. and you at a place where you live for yourself, you don't care about what other people think. I think that's when the perfect opportunity is, because if you care about what other people think, then telling people about having gifts like this probably wouldn't work out so well because, you know, people aren't as open minded in this you know topic as others. But I think as long as you stand in your truth and stand in what you believe for, you'll be fine. Because like you said, there's a higher power, there's divine order, and there's always someone watching you and watching over you. So, you know. If anybody out there who's, you know, have gifts or, you know, has something on their mind that they don't really want to express because they're having a hard time. We all been there. I've been there. You've been there. But you get to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm proud of myself and I'm ready to share with the world. Don't rush it. Don't let nobody force you to rush it. Your time will come, you know, so. um No. This was a really good conversation. I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, a lot of times, you know, when I when I do these, I'll have like bullet notes. But honestly, I like conversation like this where it's more natural and it comes because I've learned a lot about myself. You know, I didn't expect to talk about this ever. And then, you know, talking to you about it, then it's like, you know what? Hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, maybe that, I'll get braver to share the rest of the story. <laughs> We're gonna do a part two for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Are, we still on? are we? Are you off? Are we still on? Oh, oh yeah, we still on, but um, oh, okay. I I can end it right now. Um, you know, I I just want to say thank you, Anne Marie, for coming on, sharing your story. Uh, we're gonna have you back on for sure. I'm gonna charge you next time. I'm gonna let this one for free. Um, and like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand.